Puddles in the morning, puddles in the evening, puddles in the afternoon. Well, I'm a puddle boy and she's a puddle girl. The Puddles Podcast is starting real soon. Welcome to Puddles with Andrew Collin. Uh, great show today. Uh, a fellow Jew. I don't know if I should have opened with that. If two Jews might be a little tough for people, but please don't let that deter you. Uh, Anna Rossman is here. I love her very much. She's uh, uh, ex co-host of um, the game show HQ Trivia. Correct? No, I still work there. I still, I'm a current. Uh, oh, current. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, it's just the unemployed brand, but I, I do have a, like one day a week I get to do <laughs> Oh, well, you tricked me. I thought the whole ship, I thought the whole ship at HQ TV ended it or did. whatever. It did. You're not wrong. And then it kind of came back a little bit in the pandemic, and now it's back every day, but I'm only on once a week. Oh, wow. So they, like, canceled the whole show to just kind of diminish your role. So they, like, they, yeah. they like took down the whole ship to kind of, I don't know, essentially not use you as much. So that's good. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a big opportunity for a while. <laughs> yeah it was until they laid me off no i still am there you know sometimes i i i hq trivia i mean it really like for a little while there i mean it was ginormous huge uh, yeah i tried to do it one i think two times and i quickly realized that you know like jeopardy it's not for me um yeah. I, I sometimes wonder if Alex Trebek was really dumb or did he know a lot of the answers already? Because he came off smart, but he knew the like he had the answers in front of him. Like, you yeah. are a trivia person. Are you a good trivia person? You know? No, I'm terrible at it. I have a teleprompter that tells me all the shit I need to say. <laughs> so wait, are you going on record right now? Won. Are you saying Alex Trebek was actually very dumb? Is that what you're saying? I Absolutely not. No, I love the man. I'm sad he passed away. Uh, I can't, I don't think anyone can go on the record and say that anything bad about him at this point. I don't know. It sounds no like, idea. it sounds Did like you you're saying. <laughs> no, I'm not saying he's dumb. <laughs> but wait, just, did you see yeah. the bloopers of him? Did you see those bloopers of Alex Trebek? Where he was cursing? Yeah. Uh, I saw a few of them. Yeah. Where he's like, I love them. You got to fucking say it in the form of a question, you fuck face. That one? Yeah. 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 It like turned me on. I was like, oh, he's a badass. He doesn't give a shit about this trivia stuff. He's just there to, he's just there to host. <laughs> yeah. It would have been such a better show if he got to really be who he was, you know? That's yeah. why podcasting's the best, you know? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I'm just looking up to your, you know, you've been a podcaster longer than me. So I'm just here in your, you know, in your shadow at this point. <laughs> I, I did. I did uh, a Lululemon shadow, by the way, not to brag, but um, I did your podcast. It's called Unemployed. Uh, I've been unemployed many times, fired, all that jazz. What was your worst job before comedy? My worst job? Well, I worked in restaurants for seven years, and that was like... That was like great because I didn't have to think about it, but it was also like the worst, you know, like working. Did in you a have a moment? Midtown. Did you have? Oh my god! You worked at a restaurant in Midtown. Yeah, they were awful. Whoa. I had a boss who used to just tell me to like wear lower cut shirts because we'd make more money. He'd be like, "We'll make more money." I'm like, "We?" He's like, "Yeah, if you wear lower cut shirts." I'm like, "You're obviously stealing tips." <laughs> He'd be like, "Those heels aren't high enough." And I'm like, "I don't think you're allowed to say this to me." <laughs> Especially out of Ruby Tuesdays. It's and then like, he'd leave for like, yeah, he'd leave for a while and like go blow a bunch of cocaine and come back and be like, I'm ready for the night. Let's sell some steak. And I was like, I can't. I, <laughs> I hate my life. <laughs> Dude, I tried to be a waiter one time. I, I lasted an hour. I even went and bought a bow tie and I bought slacks. 
So I lost $50, essentially. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was... Good uh, for you for getting out an hour, though. It's it's not it's not fun. And, like, it's... It, uh, it I always made say, though, you a better everyone... performer, though, I think, in a way. Maybe. It made me a better liar, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was, I was good at being fake, I guess. Not that I am a fake person, but like there I had to be. You have to be. So funny. Like your whole life you're told like in school, can't wear short skirts. You can't show your tits. And then you get out in the real world and they're like, more nipple, bitch. Or you ain't yeah. going to make a dollar or you're going to get fired. <laughs> if you don't do blow with me and fucking show your ass. like It's so true. I even trained at a restaurant for three weeks once. I'll never forget this, like down in the Lower East Side. And after three weeks, I was like, am I going to get paid for, for this training? And they were like, free dinner tonight and dancing till 4 a.m. I was like, no, I, I don't. <laughs> it's 2 a.m. I want to just get my money and get the fuck out of here. They're like, you want to come to the back parking lot? I'm like, no. <laughs> they yeah. They want to pay well, me in drugs. That's the thing with New York. It's like... Like, there's a million other people that will go, oh, my God, what an opportunity to get to dance till two. Uh, yeah, sure, I'll work for free and blow you <laughs> and show you my pussy. Yeah. Oh, my God, what an opportunity. And it's oh like, my God, they, no. like, trick you into thinking, like, an opportunity. I mean, it was with stand-up, too, same shit, you know? Yeah. Oh, you get a drink, you get a half a drink, you get an ice cube. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You just have to drive to Yonkers on your own accord. But dude, yeah. it's like exposure and you're going to get better. <laughs> and you're going to get like two followers out of this whole show. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's going to be so worth it. And you get to dance if you want. Um, I remember hearing my mom once described to like a friend, like she was clearly on the phone with someone and she was like, Anna's in town, you know? Yeah, she's been doing comedy. You know, right now it's mostly in basements and, and they pay her, you know, in drinks, but hopefully money soon. And I was just like, oh my God, this is what you, this is how you tell people. <laughs> well, it's like, am. it's either that or she's like honest and just says you're showing your tits at Olive Garden. So... Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's one or the other. It's like, oh yeah. no, but she has like a a regular job too. Where, right? You know, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, uh, what uh, you got a Peloton recently? I saw. I mean, oh my god, I did it's such I got a it flex, yesterday. huh? It is. I can't. I'm gonna pay it off in 2027. Like we, you know, they finance it for like. <laughs> I was like, well, then whatever. Well, I spend fifty dollars a month, a hundred dollars a month on bullshit. I might as well spend it on this. Um, I'm sure you can refinance I'm, it, take out cash, and buy a house. You know, how much yeah. is a Peloton? How much is a Peloton? Well, the thing is, is they got a new one now. The new one's like twenty five hundred. So they, the old one, which is what I got, was eighteen hundred. <laughs> And it has no wheels, We haven't right? paid a single, no wheels. Yeah, it's like, you know, squeaks, it, but like, who knows? Uh, it, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> we literally got it yesterday. I mean, COVID, I feel like Peloton and Zoom started COVID. I mean, they go hand in hand so yeah. well. Uh, so many women are addicted to Peloton uh, and men, I guess. I did Peloton a couple times. I like the instructor. Did you uh, like it? There was a girl last name Love or something who was really hot who, you know. I, just I feel like most men like spinning for the hot women. Like my old bosses were like, yeah, I love going to Soul Cycle. It's just a bunch of girls in tight pants. And I was like, okay. There's <laughs> nothing it. more motivating than an, than an <laughs> asshole talking to you while you're trying to work out. Like, yeah. It's exactly. I, yeah, I mean, I'm, do, does as a woman, do you get motivated being around men, like athletic men? Um, yeah, I like I like male teachers. I think it's because I feel like that they give you more. They like you know they're not as emotional. They give you more. I don't know. They don't give a shit as much. They're just there to fucking sweat. Yeah, I but feel when like they do, I get when they do jumping jacks. Do you check out their hog in their pants? <laughs> yeah. I never understand that. I had like a belt on the other day and it like hung low and I was like, this is what it's like to have a penis. Like I literally, I can't imagine it. So of course, yeah, like any guy in, in like shiny gym shorts, I'm going to see how, it, how secure you are. <laughs> Does a flaccid penis turn a woman on? 
No, but I'm always curious how long, like how, how big it is on other people's flaccid. Wait, what do you mean? What do you mean? Because I don't see that many flaccid penises. Thank God, you know, I haven't seen that many aside from like my boyfriends. So it's like, I wonder, like, do I, are other people walking around with like giant flaccid penises? Oh, you're saying now that your boyfriend has a giant flaccid penis? Great. So wait. Does it turn you on to no. see your boyfriend's flaccid penis? No. It doesn't. Does it turn you on to then, see a hard penis? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, that's what I'm so, think, Yeah. Because you're like, oh, well, that's obviously me. I did that. Of course <laughs> Just you by did being that. Here. <laughs> so, yeah. so there's no attraction to a flaccid dick. I mean, no, not really. Like, are you talking like a guy standing in front of me naked and he's just like waving yeah. and he's like, yeah, no, it's not, it's not hard yet. But I mean, yeah. I guess you, you could see the potential and be like, oh, okay, you're not into me. What do I have to do to make it happen? I don't know. I work I out. I, I do a YouTube workout. It's like a body weight thing. And the guy's name Bully Juice and he's this bully juice. Yeah, he's this very large black man who, when he does jumping jacks, his dick will literally go through the screen and hit you in the face. And me and my little brother, we talk about how motivating it is. I don't know why, but he doesn't. He doesn't do that rah rah. He doesn't like, hey, all right, you're gonna. We're gonna do five sets of ten jumping jacks. Are you ready to go? Are you ready? He doesn't do any of that. He's just quiet. But his dick does the talking, and it's just this giant cock that is just – and then he just does this with his hands where he's just like, you got this. Like, he doesn't he doesn't rah-rah nothing, and it just motivates right. the fuck out of me. I don't know. Maybe if I do that lunge, my cock will grow. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, or maybe why, I, I feel – I you have to, like, secure it. Why doesn't he – he doesn't wear any, like – like briefs or like I don't know, like tight tidy whities like when you work out? He would need a team of seven to hold this thing down. <laughs> you know, like we have to wear like sports bras. We have to like hold in our boobs or it hurts to like do a jumping jack, you know? Not if you want to get tips at Olive Garden in Midtown. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> the uh you know Patrick Ewing, he was a basketball player. He was seven feet tall. He played for the Knicks. The rumor yeah. is, is that he would have to tape his dick to his leg while he played because it was just too much cock to so, jump around. So, I mean, now I feel like he'd sell way more tickets to Knicks games if he kept that if he kept that schlong hanging. <laughs> you and your brother, you'd be like, front row seats. <laughs> We're not from New York. <laughs> I'd finance them. It'd be fine. <laughs> Let me see it bounce. Yeah. Um, I wrote a lot about dicks when I was a kid and I was fascinated with swinging dicks. It's weird you brought that up because I've recently been visiting a porno I wrote when I was eight. You wrote a porno <laughs> at about, eight? Yeah. And Were you doing and heroin at 10? Like, what the fuck? Like, how did you even I wrote think this of book? Because I watched, like, at, my parents were the type of parents. We had, there were three of us and my parents were like, they did a lot of like drugs and stuff and they were like you can watch whatever the hell you want on tv as long as you leave us alone <laughs> so like they didn't censor anything so my brother and i we'd be like oh we're watching real sex on hbo or we're watching cinemax and i'd see all dicks and sex and i was like and boobs and so I was like fascinated by it. And I would put on these shows and I'd make my brother be like naked backup dancer. And then I wrote a porno called The Funky Dick Baby in Life. Uh, <laughs> I like that you added in life. Like The Funky <laughs> Dick Baby, it, I like that better. But in life kind of gives it more of like a, a, a family friendly thing. Yeah, it's like a novel. You know, this is like going places. We're going to see his life, not just like one moment. Um, yeah. So what, yeah. what was the but story I, of it? What was the story in a nutshell? So I, it, was about, it was about a woman who gave birth to a, a kid through her giant penis. And, and then he like 
had a huge dick and he goes through life with this giant dick, but he meets a girl who has a boob on her head. It's very fucked up, but it's also a family story. And my mom saved it. Like my parents don't live in the house I grew up in. I've never seen anything from my childhood. This is the only thing she kept. And it's, it's fully illustrated. And I like wrote in it at camp every summer. So when I was like 15, there's a lot more. Like I knew what anal was by then. You know what I mean? Like I, I, my vocabulary grew, but at first it's just about this little, this baby being born through a penis. <laughs> Wait, you did rewrites of this thing until you were 15? Or no, we, Yeah, we added on chapters every year. <laughs> so how long is this book now? It's like the Iliad? It's 11. It's 11 chapters. I'm like reading it on my TikTok, which is very silly because I'm just reading it and it's so dumb and it's so, people are like, you're messed up. <laughs> like the comments are like, but you're a it, fucked up girl. <laughs> I feel like though in a way it's like, you had no um, reservations back then. So if you're like, a tit will be on a forehead, a tit's on a forehead. Uh, mm-hmm. A dick is on your shoulder. Um, you yeah. know, a woman has birth out of a giant cock. There was nothing stopping you from leaning really into that dirty little brain of yours but society says no you can't put a dick on his shoulder i know we got in trouble i remember i got in trouble because they were like you're being you're excluding girls in your bunk and i was like this is my writing hour and i didn't want them to know what i was writing (laughs) like that i was writing this like about pink dicks and boobs and they were like you're not including your friends i'm like no I mean, I'm trying to think, like, why you were so, I guess because you just watched Cinemax and stuff, why you were so sexually advanced at a I young was obsessed. Age. Yeah, I, was, I loved that I knew curse words, and I loved that I knew sex. And Did you go to camp, and like, at camp? Did you went to, like, Jewish sports, like, Jewish summer camp? Yeah, it wasn't, like, a Jewish camp, but it, it was an all-girls camp, too. That's, that's a thing. That's when some lesbian stuff starts happening. We were like little lesbian. We'd beg our counselors. We'd be like, can we please have a sleepover? And like a sleepover was sleeping in each other's like cots, like, like together. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, you sleep six feet away from each other. We're like, I know, but it's so much better if we can like get in bed together. <laughs> yeah, if we could just like bump our pussies real quick. I'll, <laughs> yeah, I like, swear I'll do- 69. <laughs> yeah, I'll do more chores. How annoying was the chore sheet at camp? It's like, <gasps> fuck you, dude. My you dad paid camp? a lot of money. I don't need the fucking broom. <laughs> I, I, I wish came... I saw you at camp. You would have been that kid. It's like, I'm not fucking sweeping. My dad's a doctor. Do you know who I am? <laughs> I came here to learn fucking soccer, not fucking be a maid. Right? And these I poor mean, counselors, they're from, like, South Africa, and they, like, come over, and they have, like, cute accents. All of our counselors were, like, Australian same. and stuff, and they were all, like, these American kids are fucking awful. Yeah. Yeah, they come there. It's, like, their dream to be in America, and we're just, like, I'm not fucking sweeping. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I remember I got it. We got I, a count- Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, you no, go. You, you go. You go. Uh I was going to say, I got a counselor. We got, she got fired because we begged her to show us how to give a blowjob. And she, like, took a cucumber from the kitchen and, like, showed us how to give a blow. And then one girl in the bunk, like, told, and then she got fired. <laughs> but we were like, no, show us. We're, like, 11 and, like, disgusting. Did she put the whole cucumber in her mouth? Yeah, she like deep throated a cucumber in front of a bunch of 11 year olds, which is probably totally wrong, but we asked for it. She turned that thing into a pickle, if you know what I mean. <laughs> hey, uh, that's probably why you hate flaccid dicks, because even back then you saw a hard cucumber. You don't want to fuck it. Dude, that's crazy. So, how did y'all, do you remember how you reacted to seeing your counselor deep throated a cucumber? I think we were probably like, ew, this is grosser than we thought. And, you know, <laughs> you one didn't even girl wash it. Was, yeah, she was damaged, this one chick. <laughs> and she probably went to the head of the camp and was like, my counselor is doing sex things in front of me. And the next thing I know, they were like, she's no longer with us. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, Damn. She's gone. She was just trying to teach you, you know, like. Yeah. You already knew and about it. She was it. probably like, 
Yeah, exactly. I don't think she should have been fired for that. That's why, like, then you're so fucking repressed sexually because you couldn't watch your counselor suck a cucumber like a dick. And so then you got to learn it the hard way. And next thing you know, you have HPV. Yeah. You know? I just think, like... Oh, I'm vaccinated. I'm vaccinated. Damn. <laughs> After the fact. That's a flex these days, right? I'm, I'm vaccinated. They're like, no shit. COVID? COVID? I'm like, uh-uh, HPV, babe. <laughs> Honestly, that's kind of a turn on. Some girl told me she had antibodies the other day, and I was like, I don't even know what for, but, you know, I don't know, it turned me on. I guess COVID, she has antibodies, which just says, like, you know, I partied and fucked a bunch of dudes and didn't care that I killed my grandpa, but now I'm hot because I have it. <laughs> you know what I it mean? It is a turn on. Yeah. It's weird now. People who are, like, playing by the rules, I'm like, oh, wow, good for you. I like you. I like you more. Like, Who's playing by the rules? No, I mean, like, when I see people who are, like, taking it seriously or they're like, I got vaccinated or I got tested, I'm like, oh, yeah, you got tested and you're negative? Like, Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. But, yeah, this person, yeah. it's so funny, though. Once you get COVID, you're treated like royalty by your family and friends because you can't give it again, apparently. And so, like, I went down and visited family in Florida. My brother and his wife and all his kids had COVID, and now they're fine. They recovered. They all have antibodies. And they, like, roll down the red carpet for them. And then me, they're like, you got to get tested 35 times. Don't come. You got to stay on the balcony. Cut your dick off. And I'm like, dude, I just want to fucking open some Hanukkah presents. And, <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's just, it's interesting. Like, once you get it, you're fucking, it's almost better to get it as long as you don't die. Um, you know, or lose your sense of taste. But I was telling someone, I was like, maybe your taste gets better. Where are those cases? You know? (laughs) I had it. Oh. Back. (laughs) Wait, no, but like I had it the week before they knew what it was here. So it's not confirmed. So you haven't had it. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. Can I tell you this? So I woke up, I had 103 fever. I was so sick, but nothing was like super wrong. And it was like three days. I felt like I had the flu. And then I lost my taste and smell. And like, I'm telling you, I couldn't taste a single thing. And I was hungry. So it pissed me off. So I would like, I took like a bottle of sriracha and I like put it on a spoon and I was like, this will get it back. <laughs> like, I like fed myself sriracha and like I tried everything and I couldn't taste anything. And I was so upset. And then cut to, it was like eight days. I made, my mom's like, you definitely have a sinus infection. And I was like, my nose hasn't run. I'm, you know, whatever. And then like a week later, they were like, the number one sign of coronavirus is losing your taste and smell. And I was, I went to a doctor. He like, he was like, you seem to be getting better. (laughs) Wait, have you ever got the antibodies test? Yeah. And I didn't have it, (laughs) which is weird. But then they told me it was like, 30% 30% accurate. So I was like, oh. I thought I had it too in like February or March and I haven't tested positive for COVID and I tested negative for the antibodies. But same shit. Like yeah. same. But I didn't lose my... I love the idea though, like all these people losing their sense of smell and taste. They all try like... It's like I put dog shit and my grandpa's like old foreskin together and I couldn't taste anything. <laughs> Like, it's like, so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I chewed on garlic and an onion and a donkey's asshole. And like, I couldn't, <laughs> like nothing. I got nothing. Yeah, I, I know. know. What I thought. I was like, I'll knock this back into me. I'm just like squirting sriracha down my throat. And it was like nothing. You could tell did, it was hot. How about your asshole though? Like <laughs> the next day. <laughs> it was worth it. No, it wasn't. <laughs> That was bad anyway. Everything's a little off when you got it, you know, when you're That's sick. true. That is a good point. Um, what, um, <laughs> you're living with your, you lived with your boyfriend before COVID, right? Yeah. Yeah. Any, Never like, how does it feel like post or pre and during COVID? Is it like, has it strained the relationship? Is it tougher? Is it um, easier? Did yeah. you learn more about his flaccid dick? Like what happened? <laughs> I see the flaccid dick all the time, especially during a pandemic. And, you know, he's very political. Yeah, all the time. Um, But 
Here's the thing. I feel like we, some days we're best friends and I'm like, wow, I never want to leave 500 square feet ever again. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then in the past month, I have looked at seven two bedroom apartments <laughs> because I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, it'd be great if I have my own, we have our own bedrooms, right? I'm like, oh, a two bathroom. Like I could really get on with that. Like, so I don't know. It's, up and down, I'd say. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not worried. You know, we like each other enough to live here. We have our days. But, like, yeah, I really want to move somewhere with more space. I need another bedroom. Just I mean, to be it's like somewhere else. At least you're looking for a space where you, you guys could grow together with more room. Not, I need my own apartment. Also, I don't think I ever want to talk to you again. Like, you're looking at new places. <laughs> yeah, no to build a relationship. It's gotta be tough. I mean, you know, I moved from New York to St. Louis. I'm in a place that's like 2000 square feet. You could literally get yeah. lost in here. I mean, it's- It uh, looks amazing. Yeah, and it, we probably paid the same amount of money. <laughs> I literally, I, when did you, you did my podcast, you had just moved into your new Manhattan apartment. Yeah. And you made this whole big fucking deal on Instagram. You're like, look at me. I got a big ass Manhattan apartment and this whole thing. And then like five minutes later, you were like, bye-bye. Pretty I much. Like, well, I just, yeah, I had a, kind of a, um, I guess a job opportunity for it to be here. Mm -hmm. And uh, oh, good. nothing was really... You know, the funny thing is when you live in Brooklyn for six years in like the shitty part of Bushwick with a roommate in a shitty apartment with mice and, um, mm -hmm. you know, just all the fun shit, whatever, terrible stuff, loud neighbors, whatever. And then you finally move to New York City and it's like your goal to like live alone in New York. And then after two weeks and you're it's during COVID and it's winter, you're like, oh, I, I could live you know, in a fucking, Anywhere. In, a, in a shed and be just yeah. as happy. So instead of a shed, I moved to St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> and I know I, I keep seeing your Instagrams. I'm like, oh, he has like space. He can work out. He could do jumping jacks in his apartment. Like you have, it looks beautiful. And I'm, I'm I literally almost wanted to cry the first day. There was a gym, there's a gym. There's like, that's pretty much it. And uh, a balcony, like a real balcony, not a fire escape, like a fucking balcony. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. My shower is like a, um, has like a wide thing. What's it called? A rain shower or whatever. Yeah. A waterfall yeah. kind of shower. I hope your gig is reviving MTV Cribs, <laughs> Andrew Collins. Style. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know it's actually to do, uh, what's that one where they would go with the, with the black light and they would see the cum on the Oh, <laughs> Room Raiders, <laughs> Room Raiders. It should just, call, yeah, and they it should just be called uh, Find the Cum. <laughs> right? Or like Cum Vikings. Cum light. Yeah, Cum Vikings. <laughs> uh, come into my bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what an insane show. They just went in, they're like, no, this one's poor. This, this person's <laughs> disgusting and poor. Um, like in this one fucks a lot <laughs> yeah, yeah there's blood there's a lot of blood in here <laughs> oh gross. I miss those shows like Eliminate Room Raiders Fifth Wheel um, mm -hmm. remember the one where they go on a cruise together no a cruise I remember the date my the parents pick there was shipmates so, like shipmates <laughs> Oh, there was one where the parents pick? What was that? There was a one where, like, it was, like, an MTV dating show where it was, like, meet my parents. And oh, parents yeah. Like, we hate him. <laughs> like, we yeah, that was right after Yo Mama. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Yo Mama's so fat. <laughs> I um, we should bring all those back. They just air the Jersey Shore reunions all the time. I'm like, bring back those shows. Yeah, I haven't watched MTV or like any cable really, like that kind of cable in so long. I mean, the last time I watched MTV was pretty much Beavis and Butthead. Like, I remember the first time I saw Beavis and Butthead, I I lost my mind. I thought it was the funniest thing on earth. I loved you it. Do you remember? Yeah. yeah. I loved Beavis and Butthead. I remember Beavis touched his dick, and I was like, this cartoon 
is touching his dick and it's blowing my mind. <laughs> Do you like South Park too? You know, I don't love, I love Beavis and Butter when I was like 13. I'm not a big cartoon guy. I, I, my brain, I just, it doesn't connect with my brain for some reason. I, I tried yeah. watching Big Mouth, which I got into for a couple episodes. And then I was just like, okay, these cartoons are the same. They're not growing at all. The relationships aren't really changing. Um, like same with The Simpsons. You would think like, oh, you're a comic. You must watch that. Do you watch that stuff? No, I don't watch The Simpsons because my dad watched it growing up. So I thought that was like, I was like, I don't want to watch a show my dad watches. <laughs> yeah. I'll watch some porn on, you know, HBO late yeah. night. I mean, that's what yeah, kids, I no. guess, are like with, like, Facebook. They're like, oh, my dad fucking likes Facebook. I don't like Facebook. Again. Right. What, like, uh, what my was dad your would fir- never know what TikTok was, you know? They don't know that. So that's where the kids go. What was your first relationship where you, like, did you lose your virginity in, in high school? Yeah. What grade? I um, I guess it was, the be- it was, like, the beginning of 12th grade. To a senior? To another senior? No. To yeah, to another senior, yeah. But you'll love this. I met him on like a summer trip the night before the the summer before. So we were in like after eleventh grade, between eleventh and twelfth grade. And uh where like birthright? No, we did this like it was in London and I went to like this acting school for like six weeks in London and but I stayed in the dorms at the American University and he wasn't in acting, he was doing something else, but he was also in the dorms. And so we like met at the dorms or whatever. And oh my God, he was such a, such a tool. Like I look back and I'm like, what? He had the most gelled hair. You, you could knock, you could like crack a rock on his head. He had so much gel in his hair. He was like a Jew from Long Island. <laughs> like, you know, this type of kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we like made out all summer, but there was strict about the dorms. You couldn't like go in each other's dorms after a certain hour. You know, there were counselors who were like. So there was a lot of buildup. A lot of buildup. Yeah. And then we like, I was like going to go to New York City to visit my camp friend. And he was like, well, I could meet you in the city. This was all over AIM. Obviously, the magic happened over AIM. That was like where you planned your hookups, right? Like that was Mm -hmm. the best. And he, we went, we met up at like some like bar in the East Village, some like shitty ass. What was your AIM name? What was your AIM name? Oh, a, a banana 615. <laughs> Why 615? Is that your area code? My birthday, June 15th. <laughs> Anna Banana 615. You know Anna Banana's a little slut. What was yours? I don't, I, I'm too old to wear like that was a thing for me. No. Yeah. You didn't have AIM or AOL? You didn't go in chat rooms and like fuck I did, people? I did, but like I was already, I moved back home. I met one girl off of AIM. It didn't go well. Uh, but um, I no, I'd go in chat rooms and shit. But like, yeah, I was, I was like twenty two, twenty three, back at my mom, living back at home. Doing it was just sad. <laughs> I don't remember what my name is. It's probably like I don't know, fucking twenty three and, and flaccid dick thirty four. <laughs> You know my birthday? Um, no. Okay. So, go, so, 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 go ahead. So you, so you're on AIM. Okay. You're talking. You've already made out with this guy a lot. It's a year later. A lot. Okay. Yeah. He was like my summer boyfriend, and then it was I. I gave myself. I watched a lot of like Lifetime, and I knew that if I go to college a virgin, like I will get taken advantage of. You know what I mean? Like I've seen the like mother may I sleep with danger. I was like, that's gonna be me. I'm gonna get drunk at one party, and someone's gonna rape me. Like I was convinced I need to know what I'm doing before <laughs> I go. <laughs> I need to get raped in high school, so I'm ready to get raped in college. Like that's your thought no, process. No. Not rape, but you the know what I mean. Is, yeah. Right. And I, my family, we watched a lot of Sex in the City. Like, I knew everything about sex. I just, you know, had never done it. I was very prude in high school, and I didn't really have boyfriends in high school. So this guy, we, like, planned on AIM. I was going to come to New York for a weekend and stay with my camp friend, and we'd meet up in the city at this, like, he's like, I know a spot that serves alcohol. We were 17, and <laughs> so we went to the East Village to some, like, Japanese place that, like, my ID was probably, like, a piece of paper. Like, I... 
I don't even know what kind of fake ID I had. It was, maybe it was my cousins at the time. I don't know. It was not good at all. And we sake bombed. I had never done that before. <laughs> like, just got drunk. How many and virginity then, stories start with, or like sex stories where you didn't want to fuck the guys? Like, so we had a sake bomb and then I ruined seven years of my life. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like Jaeger bomb. I was just, Same shit. Yeah. Yeah. I was just so nervous. But then at dinner, it was like me and a couple of my camp friend and he had a friend, you know, it was like, it was one of those, like, you know, when you go with a group of friends, but like you, everyone's there. So two people can hook up, but like you all went to the dinner, but like, you know, you're there because these two guys have to like, you know, hang out. And he literally comes up to me at the dinner and he goes, Hey, he goes, I I got us a hotel room. At wow. the Hilton Hotel in Midtown Manhattan on my dad's credit card thought to go after. And I was like, I was so nervous. I so I drank even more. I was like, oh my God, I'm pretty woman. I am Julia Roberts. I'm a, I'm a paid hooker now to go to this hotel room <laughs> to have sex. <laughs> now, I, I now did you have any inclination that you wanted to fuck this guy? Like, was it like, yes. like going into? Okay. All right. Yeah, because I had heard that your first time sucks. I had done my research, you know, I had talked to some people. I, you know, I had older friends in, uh, who went to college and they were like, your first time is awful. It's always yeah. so bad. And I was like, okay. The so guy I always has should... gel in his hair every time. <laughs> every, every guy that's taking so, so much gel. It's going to take you forever to get him hard. Yeah, it's just going to be like really tough. And so I thought this is a perfect plan because I was planning it, you know? I was like, he doesn't even live in Philadelphia. He lives in Long Island. I'll never have to see him again if I don't want to. We could just get it over with. And then like, I'm a new woman and I can go and have sex with other people because I'll know what I'm doing at this point. (laughs) (laughs) I think that sounds like I was using him, but he was clearly using me too. It was a very, you know, it was a consensual arrangement. We were both like, we, he was like, we should have a sleepover. And I was like, Oh, we should. Like it was very, yeah. I remember that from camp. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) so we went to this fucking hotel room he's like checking in i was so scared i'm like what if i back out like will his dad get a refund like i was like worried i didn't know (laughs) what's he gonna tell his dad like and what was he like i just need a hotel room for the night like we were 17 my mom would be like what do you need a hotel room for where are you staying why did you need my credit card she'd have questions yes but we went I turned every light on. You know how many lights are in a hotel room? <laughs> you turned every light on? I was so worried. I was like, I need to see where, I need to know how it works. And I turned every light on. And that is I so Jewish. Him. You would think that you would have turned every light off. Like who wants like, to see the boogeyman? I'm like the desk lamp, the shower light, the little yeah. hallway. Yeah, I want to see the little mole on your ass. Before I fucking let you inside me. Okay. I don't know. And I'm really, it's funny because now in my, I'm very, I love mood lighting. I'm very like careful about like, even when I eat dinner, I'm like, it needs to be darker in here, whatever. Um, but I remember asking him like in that moment, I was like, have you, have you had sex before? <laughs> like I hadn't asked him until now. <laughs> and he was like, yeah. He's like, I had sex with a girl at Hebrew school. <laughs> he fucked a girl at Hebrew school? <laughs> That's what he said. And I was like, oh, cool. So you're experienced. Like, I just took it. I was like, great. He knows what he's doing. He did not know what he was doing. Uh, I'll say that. It was very fast. And I think I laid, like, asleep, like, awake the whole night. And then I had to do, like, a bus of shame back to Philadelphia. Like, (laughs) gather my things and, like, (laughs) go home and be like, yeah, Mom, I had so much fun with my camp friend. (laughs) Wait, did you you just fuck him one time? Did he cuddle with yeah, you? I think we probably, yeah. And that's why I was like, oh, no. I really like to sleep alone. Even now, after four years of being with my boyfriend, I'm like, we need a king-size bed, <laughs> you know? Did you, did, you turn the, did you turn the light off after you had sex? Probably, yeah. I was like, okay, bedtime. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> did you, you ever talk to him again? No. So I think we probably, he tried to hang out again and I was like, Oh, I'm so busy. I don't know when I'll be back in New York. You know, I live two hours away and, uh, cause it was not good. And it was like weird. Why and was it very quick? 
It was very quick. And I was like, I have seen the movies. They usually go, it usually looks a lot more fun and long. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you just different. If you read chapter seven in my book, you'll see. Yeah, it's like, um, there's more positions than just you on top of me. Yeah. So I like didn't talk to him again. And then like a couple of years later, I guess in college, we had Facebook and we became Facebook friends. So I was like, oh, he's around still. And, uh, but we didn't talk, but this is the fucking worst. His name was on the reservations list at the restaurant I worked at in, in Gramercy at the steakhouse. And I was like, no way. Couldn't his name. I'm going to say his name because I don't really care. His name was Mike Meltzer. Okay. There's probably like 16 Mike Meltzers who live in Murray Hill, right? Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. It's a very and, Jewish name. Yeah. And he shows up with his like mom and brother and i was like oh my god like the guy and it took me a second i was like how do i know that guy what did i take a improv class with him like (laughs) i looked at him i was like how did i and then i was like oh my god it's him it's the guy i lost my virginity to i forgot about him did he recognize you what did you do well oh i forgot part of the story Uh, like a year before that I was walking on Third Avenue in the city and there was a guy with a huge thing of laundry walking to a laundry. And, <laughs> and I looked him. at him and that was when I was like, I don't know who that is. Who is that? And then like six hours later, I was at my friend's. I'm like, oh my God, I saw the guy I lost my virginity to. <laughs> I didn't say hi. <laughs> so yeah, at the restaurant, he was like, was that you the other year? <laughs> I was like, he's like, you know, the, on the street. I was like, oh yeah. I think he's gay now, <laughs> actually. <laughs> Because I like looked him up on Facebook after that and like he didn't have any girlfriends like in college, no pictures with girls and like his hair was still really done, you know, it was really gelled and (laughs) I was like, maybe I turned him gay that night. I mean, it sounded like you were a dead fish for for all three (laughs) seconds. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, that is, um, when did you lose yours? Um, freshman year in college, I actually went to college. I didn't, um, do it beforehand. And, uh, I, you know, I've told this on this pod, like my parents were divorced. So I thought the first girl that I fucked, it was like built up in my head. Like this is going to be marriage and we were going to ride away on a unicorn together facing each other or whatever. No. And, uh, she ended up, I ended up just having sex at the end of freshman year in college to a girl that took me to her sorority formal and gave me $80 cash at the beginning of the formal to say to have fun. So essentially I was a hooker and then we were both hookers. Yeah. And I fucked, I was so bad. I was so drunk. (laughs) I couldn't stay hard. Um, I know we had just sake bombed. We were 17. Yeah, it was a mess. Uh, I was a mess. And she's like, ask for the money back. No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, let me get 90 back. (laughs) (laughs) I guess, you know, what's sad is I've like passed through like in Midtown, I've like passed by the Hilton hotel and I'm like, Oh man, I've been there since that one night when I lost my virginity like a prostitute. Oh. I, I mean, it, yeah, it's um, there's something about a hotel that like it's so like even if you didn't want to fuck them that night, it would have been so hard to go. No, I'm not gonna fuck you. Like there was so much buildup, and oh, it's yeah. like once you get in a hotel room with a opposite sex, like. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It just like, it puts your genitals together. Like that's what you're yeah. supposed to do in there. Like if you don't, yeah, I then, couldn't say no. yeah. <laughs> I never had like, everyone always talks about hotel fucking. Like it's like, it's so raunchy and you fucking, you fuck on the window and then you fucking, then you fuck inside the sink and then you fuck all. And I was like, really? Like I just still do, you know, like, I don't know. I, it doesn't you keep it classy. You keep it in. You're like, this is a classy place. Let's just stay in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fuck on top of the sheets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did you have a boyfriend in high school? Like when, who was the first guy you started to like regularly have sex with? My boyfriend in college, like where'd you go to school? Someone... 
BU in Boston. Oh, my little brother went there. Really? Yeah. We talked about that before? I don't think we did. No. Sam Collin. He... Yeah, he fucked you Sam a lot. Colin. Yeah, I didn't want to talk about it. I long. bet. <laughs> yeah, he fucked you not well, but better than I would have. How? When did he go there? Or he's, how old is he? He was born in '86. Sam Collin. We'll have to talk after. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna Google him after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you he was definitely. In my class. Well, Gianni, I definitely had sex with your brother. <laughs> Julio went there too, right? That comedian Julio. Julio no okay never mind we'll talk know. there's a lot of comics who went to be here though oh yeah no um, my, yeah my little brother went anyway so yeah so you had a regular guy and you're like, like oh freshman year i dated this guy from harvard who and i was Whoa. like how did you meet him i know we taught tennis the summer before i i was a tennis player and we taught tennis at my camp and he went to Harvard and he knew I was going to BU and he was like, well, we should hang out when you get to school. And like, I didn't know anyone when I got there, like, you know, and so I said to my roommate, I was like, you want to go? He was like the captain of the tennis team. I was like, do you want to go like meet the like tennis Harvard guys? And she was like, yeah, hell yeah. And we like put on like really short dresses and like we went to like their, what are they called? They're like eating club, finals clubs or whatever. They're like fraternity, you know? Yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it ended up being like a weekend thing. They'd be like, bring more of your BU friends. You guys are way more fun than these Harvard girls. <laughs> and so I'd get like all these girls on my floor and we'd be like, bye guys, we're going to Harvard. We're so cool. And we'd go. And so he was so boring though. I had nothing to talk to this guy about. <laughs> you like became a madam. I did. Yeah. And then there came a point where I was just like, I don't feel like, oh, ah, I don't want to take a cab over to Harvard today. This guy doesn't even talk. Like, we had sex a bunch, but <laughs> he's like, that was wonderful. I have a game later today. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go back to school. <laughs> it was so bad. Man. But then sophomore year, I met my boyfriend. Like, my boyfriend and I got together. We were together eight years. I'm like a divorced woman. Like, it was like oh. the longest relationship. Yeah. It was crazy. Eight years. So from sophomore yeah. year till you were like 26 or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. It was so you, long. Were you, did you break up because you thought he, the engagement would have been coming? Is that what happened? Mm -mm. No? No, not at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> he had a lot of, uh, towards the end there, he had a lot of family problems. And, uh, you know, he didn't really get that much help, I guess. And so he was, he, he had a lot of problems mm. and it was, you know, he never got sober, but it was really fucked up there for a while. And, uh, so there came a point where we just ended it and I, now I ended it. And now the Harvard guy is, you know, a surgeon, <laughs> But he was like, he was boring. <laughs> oh my God, I haven't thought about him in so long. I'm totally going to look him up on Facebook after and be like, I don't remember his last name, but I bet if I like Google like his first name in Harvard Tennis, I could probably find out. It's just so funny that like so many times we would break up with maybe someone from college or whatever. They just weren't fun. And it's like, oh, that's because they were mature and going to class and like cared about yeah. what they were going to become. I got rid of him, but then. Right. <laughs> and that guy's doing so well, <laughs> but you stayed with the other guy for eight years <laughs> because he did Jaeger bombs. Cool. And oh. popped his collar. <laughs> <laughs> what oh a weird. God. Yeah. I know. Eight years sounds like so long. Yeah. Those yeah. Are like the I was like the 40 year old virgin though. What do you mean? Like after we broke up, I didn't know. Like I didn't know how to date, you know. I, oh I had yeah. Been with someone like, like we grew up and then we graduated, we moved to New York, and we like did everything together. And then it was just like, I was like on my own. And I remember like thinking I didn't go on any apps because I was like afraid of them. I was and I was doing comedy, so I was always with guys. And then I would just like. I started hooking up with people like comedy guys and all of them thought I wanted to date them after we had sex. And I was like, no, I just, I, I'm just trying to like 
see what other people are like. Like I literally, I I didn't know that that was a thing. Like I learned very quickly, like, oh, if you sleep with someone, they're going to think you want to date them now. And I was like, you're not that fucking special. I just got out of an eight year relationship. Like, yeah. Also, you're like attractive. Like what comic there aren't like many like cool, attractive female comics no offense, or attractive male comics. I just love the idea. I can, I can only imagine who you fucked, who backed away because he thought that you wanted something more. I, I, uh, yeah. Tell me afterwards because I can only imagine who it is. <laughs> it was uh, just like, but then I, I had fun. I was like single for like three, three and a half years. How did you meet Jared? I was like, or your current boyfriend? Actually, yeah, Jared I met at UCB. Oh, he was, he was doing improv? He was doing improv and I was like a judge on some improv show or whatever for the night. <clears throat> and and, uh, <laughs> and then my were- friend was like, you should meet Jared. Like she set us up. My friend really pushed for it and like gave him my number. And I don't know. Uh, and I was like, I, w- I don't want to date. I was hooking up with like three other people. One was like a guy from high school who's like a drummer. I was like at my sluttiest. I felt great. You know what I mean? And that's when you meet someone. I was like, I could give a fuck. Like, I I remember we like did the show. It was at UCB East. And after in the bar, we're having drinks. And she's like, you should talk to Jared. And we chatted. And I was like, I got to go. I'm seeing a show at Bowery Electric. Like, (laughs) I'm hanging out with musicians tonight. So bye, improv people. Also, you were judging him. So you were like kind of looking down on him. Probably. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we were when you're caught up in like New York comedy, it's all like this like hierarchy. And it's like Oh god, yeah. This guy in improv one oh one. What a fucking like like he doesn't even I didn't know. even think twice about it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think twice about him because I was kind of like, Yeah, he's good looking, but like I'm hooking up with a couple people, I'm having fun, I'm not I, I really got to a place where I was like, I don't need to date one person right now. Like I was doing stand up, I was new at it, I was like excited, you know. So how did that then, change? What did you what you went out to dinner and he like put gel in his hair? What happened? Um <laughs> No, actually, it was like two weeks later. It was my friend's birthday, my friend Mike. And Mike was having like a birth. Do you remember when they had, um, what's that place? The Mexican place that were Senor Frogs. Do you remember Senor Frogs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Carlos and Charlie's kind of place. Yeah, of course. Yeah, they had it in Times Square for a little while. I don't know if you ever frequented the, the no. Times Square. <laughs> See so, your friend. Yeah. <laughs> So my friend Mike was like, we're going to Senor Frogs for my, Mike was turning like 30. Like it was like his birthday and he was like, let's get fucked up and like go to this overpriced, like in, you know, tourist place in Times Square. And so I was going and my friend Katie invited Jared and the one who was trying to set us up and no one else brought friends. So there were like (laughs) 10, 12 of us who all knew each other. And then Jared who knew no one except for Katie. (laughs) <laughs> she's like sit next to Anna and I was like why are, I don't like I don't like this don't set me up with that I, leave me alone and I got very drunk that night I was like on medicine and I they did like <laughs> syringes <laughs> like yeah. I don't drink that much they did like the jello syringes and shit and I I moon a lot you see my Instagram I like to show yeah. my ass a lot and I got on the dance floor and I and I I lifted my dress on the stage and then they the bouncer kicks me off and he he escorted me off he goes you can't do that here and I was like fuck you man I can lift I I have a good butt I was like fucked up and then <laughs> I don't know we went out for karaoke it was one of those nights that didn't end and Jared stayed the whole time and then like we lived near each other so we shared a cab home and we like made out in the cab and I was like all right bye I'll never see you again <laughs> like this was a weird night. <laughs> That was it. I don't remember. I guess we went to dinner the next week. <laughs> <laughs> you do love showing. You do love showing that ass. What? What is it about it? Just freeing to show that ass. I started doing it like eight years ago. I was with my best friend, and on Christmas Day, we were mad at our families, and we were like, "Fuck it, let's go to the Dominican Republic." <laughs> we booked tickets. My best friend, Allie, and I, we went to some shitty all-inclusive in the Dominican Republic, and we, the food was so bad, but we just, so we just drank alcohol and, like, ate Pringles, and we went out one night, and I started mooning outside of all the restaurants, and, like, in the, I'm in a dress, too, and, like, in the pools, 
And this was like eight years ago or so. And I just thought it was so funny. And I, oh, the Facebook photos blew up. And I was like, wow, people like this. Okay. <laughs> there is My mom something. Is like, it's so cute. Your butt's so cute. I'm like, thanks, mom. People think I'm a monster, but you support it. <laughs> well, I, I tend to like, I'll like take photos and show my body, even though like, and so then people think, oh my God, you must be so secure with your body. And it's like, <laughs> no, I do it because of the excitement of like, not feeling like I should be doing this. You know, it's not like, yeah. oh, look at my fucking body. And I feel like maybe that yeah. would be like kind of you, you with your- Absolutely. It's not like I'm not trying to be like, come, come. I don't want guys to DM me about it. I don't need any of that. It's just like a joke to me. Like it is to you. You post yourself naked all the time and you know, it's like, I just know you as a funny guy. I'm like, of course, like, I love it. You're not doing it to be like, you've gotten um, over. You've gotten, you have, I don't understand how you have, I just realized this now, and I know this is the most annoying thing ever, so I apologize, what? but Sarah Silverman, have you gotten that before, like, with your glasses? Yeah, a lot. And how you, a lot, right? A lot. I, mean, I do an impression of her. I used to yeah, do it at the knitting factory. I'm sure it's incredible. Thank you. Uh, you want me to do it? <laughs> no, 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 no pressure. No pressure to do it. Because, no, but I'm just it's saying. It's failing on TikTok. I fucking put it on TikTok and no one cares. Maybe she's not big enough art. anymore. I don't know. She's kind of big. Yeah. I she guess. always. But TikTok, the average age there is like seven. So. Yeah, they've probably never heard of her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're probably better off doing like Miley Cyrus or something even younger. Maybe just like. I don't know, a filter you could do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I met her once. I met Sarah Silverman. And that sounds sad, cause, but it was a long time ago. And I was so excited. because, And I told her, I was like, everyone's told me my whole life I look like you. And she's like, you could be my daughter. And I was like, yeah, I'm young. <laughs> yeah. But even your voice is, uh, fuck, it's weird. I just like, it just hit me like midway through this pod. No, it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. I was like, watch you be like, she's my least favorite comic. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think she smells like tuna fish, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I yeah. Her. Yeah, she's cool. Um, what? Uh, so you have your podcast, Unemployed. People should yeah. check out. Uh, I was on it. Mm -hmm. I had a really great time. Um, your you episode's so much fun. I You've had so many different uh, employed lives, I should say. You're like the yeah. man of many employment lives. Everyone's like, you've lived so much. And I'm like, I just quit a lot of things quick. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm not afraid to quit. Like, and I think but it's that's just, admirable. I guess, yeah. But so I, many look. people I talk to, though, they sit in these jobs that they hate. My dad hates his job. He will always do his job. He hates it. Like, you know, you have the balls to at least be like, I'll find but, something else. <laughs> But that's like my been my whole life. It's like I would just jump from one thing, and that's how I'm here in St. Louis. Like I was just like, I'll just jump over here. Like yeah. part of me was like, oh, am I gonna lose uh, like respect on me as a stand up? And like that kind of thoughts go in my head. But then I'm just like, hey, whatever, I'll just go. And then I just went. Nothing's permanent, and like no, it you is. Always go back. No, it is. No. It's permanent. It is. Oh, and remember when you said Alex Trebek was stupid and dumb? <laughs> Remember that? No, I didn't. I just said like, you know, <laughs> no, I was going to say, I was going to say something too bad. Tonight's his last night of Jeopardy ever. Tonight's the, the episode, the final episode. Wow. I can't For, talk. Yeah. Oh, why? What happened? Okay. So this was a great show. <laughs> Anna Rossman, check her out. What's your Instagram? <laughs> Anna Roisman. Anna Roisman. R -O oh, well, then don't fucking have a, such a Jewy, weird name. Is that so Jew? It's okay. I bet you get Collins a lot. All the right? time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. My grandma would call it Collins. <laughs> Wait, so it's Roisman? Yeah. It's not Rossman. Ross, Roisman. No. R O I S S M A N. M A N. One S or two, <laughs> no, S? two S? One S. <laughs> One S. At a-N-N-A-R-O-I-S-M-A-N. -N -A -N. <laughs> Here, just do it one He's more time. <laughs> What's it on Instagram? What is it on Instagram? That's it. A Anna Roisman. That's it. That's my name. That's my handle. 
<laughs> so check out Rossman on Instagram. <laughs> She's great. And um, yeah, follow everything she does and uh, watch trivia one night a month where she's on it for a second, even though they tried to cancel the whole show to cancel her. <laughs> and I thank you so much for sharing some tales and I'd love to have you back on. And this was so much fun. Thank you. This was so much fun. I hope our connection worked out okay for you. <laughs> it's honestly, it was a struggle, but we'll see what happens. Okay. Well, I love you and thank you for having me. And uh, I can't wait to come and camp out in your, you know, 2,000 square foot apartment sometime. I'll think about it. Okay. Puddles, puddles. Everybody now puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Everybody now puddles, puddles. Everybody get up because you get down. If you're getting too close, you know you're getting wet. If you're getting too close, you know you're getting wet. You're standing in deep, you're getting real wet. You ain't that deep because you're kind of shallow. Shallow in the brain and shallow in your heart. You'll never get that deep inside the water, girl. You'll never get that deep. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles, everybody now puddles, puddles. Everybody get up because you get down. Yo, when you're standing in the puddle, you don't know where to go because you're so deep, you don't know what to do. I don't know what to say, I don't know how wet I am because I'm so wet, that's who I am. I'm so wet, wet, I'm so wet. I'm so wet, I'm so, so, so wet. Now come on in. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, 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 everybody now puddles, puddles, everybody get up because you get down and then everyone will come over here. Yep, yeah, puddles. Mm.